0: The Pleasure Project with Donna Skoglund, Day 46. I am smack dab in the messy middle, also known as the River of Misery, also known as the Valley of Despair. (laughs) And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the cycle of change. And whenever you start on a process of transformation, you start in a place called uninformed optimism, where you have rose-colored glasses on because you are just seeing the positive side of things. You're just thinking about how good the transformation will feel once it's complete. You're excited for the journey. You're ready to go. Motivation is high. You set out the gate. Guns a-blazing. As you continue on the journey, you start to come up against the obstacles and the challenges and the difficulties that are an inevitable part of change, and you come to a place called informed pessimism, where now you have a sense of like, this is not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be. And you start to question everything. And maybe you start questioning if change is even possible, or if you can do it, or if it's, you know, if you're going to get where you want to go. And as you continue to move forward and push up against all these obstacles you reach the messy middle slash valley of despair slash river of misery and this is the place where you are right in the middle of the change you're not quite the person you used to be and you're not the person that you want to be and you have kind of one foot in both places straddling those two worlds and there's a bit of an identity crisis and you have that cognitive dissonance where there's a new way of living believing thinking being and that's where you want to go and you're holding that vision but you still have a lot of the old programming beliefs thoughts of the past you and our brain does not like that place of being incongruent so holding those two opposing beliefs at the same time makes our brain very uncomfortable now, when you can can keep going, and this messy middle part is the critical part of any change and any kind of journey along to a goal is continuing, is keeping going. And this is the place where a lot of people quit because it is so uncomfortable and it can feel so hard. And we are consumed by a lot of these unpleasant emotions of, you know, being in this place where we find ourselves in the middle of things. But if you can keep going, if you can keep the vision alive, if you can continue to fuel your actions, then you get to the place where you go, you start to see progress and you start to, you know, see the changes taking root and you go to the place called informed optimism, where you're feeling hopeful again, you're feeling positive again. And, and you also know what the journey consists of, like, you know, what is required of you. And then eventually, if you keep going long enough, you get to the place of success and fulfillment. So I'm definitely right in the middle of things questioning everything. And one of the things I'm questioning is how I'm dealing with my shoulds. And my shoulds, this the ones I'm referring to specifically are the shoulds I have for me and my business in my career of like what's you know the 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 education I've had the teaching I've had the programming I've had of like what it means to be an entrepreneur and what's what are the expectations of that and I lived by those expectations for the last eight years and now you know I'm just questioning all of it and seeing you know are these expectations one ones that I want to continue to hold ones that I want to continue to honor uh, and have and live by or or not is there another way and I mentioned in the podcast yesterday about this and I think it was yesterday where I'm exploring the difference between a more masculine approach which is what I have done in the past where everything is planned it's scheduled it's structured and it's More of like a top-down approach, meaning top-down, like you create the plan ahead of time. You use your brain to think about what you're going to do, schedule it in, create that structure for yourself, and then you just follow the plan versus the feminine approach, which is more of like a bottom-up approach of like feeling intuitively and allowing your intuition and inner guide to guide you into the actions you want to take. So I am trying to embrace that approach, the more feminine approach, and see, okay, what happens if I don't put any structures in place and no expectations and no plans, what will happen? Now, to be honest, I've only been trying this truly, truly, like 100% for the last week, maybe two weeks, and I'm seeing that I don't want to do anything. (laughs) I also recognize that that is the primitive part of my brain that wants to seek pleasure, avoid pain and conserve energy. And I'm just giving into all of that and just like not challenging myself at all and calling it being intuitive. So I know it's only been two weeks and maybe it's not long enough to give this approach a real college try but as i'm seeing and and maybe it's just the discomfort of being in this place where i kind of see myself in in inaction and making that mean that i'm never going to do anything and this is not going to work and this is not an approach that i should continue with or is it just like again, this is like another little, a mini messy middle of this like little experiment that I'm trying where I haven't quite figured this out yet. And I don't really know if it is going to work. And truly, like if I was gonna give it the college try of this specific experiment of trying a feminine approach, I would probably give it a month because the feminine cycle is a 28 day cycle. And in a 28-day, we have we go through the full range of introversion and extroversion and creativity and latent potential and you know all those phases of creating something. And I'm super impatient. So I'm l- watching all this in, in you know, week two, thinking, I don't have time to wait. I gotta like get things done. I gotta move things forward. So, I'm still grappling with myself of like, how do I, you know, how do I want to move forward with this? Is this something I want to continue with? Am I willing to not do anything for another two weeks and just see and just notice and let it be uncomfortable, let it be messy, and give it that full try? So, as I'm actually talking this through to you, my Lovely listener, ah, as challenging as that is for me, part of me feels like, oh, why not? Why not just try it? Why not just experiment? and this is this is what I if I were to take my own advice, the advice that I give my clients when I'm presenting them with a new option of doing things that, There's resistance to, I I do tell them, like, think about it as an experiment and just try it. Like, why not? So that's what I'm doing. Uh, And specifically, one of the things I'm referring to is creating Instagram reels. And I haven't done one in a long time. And definitely feeling that internal pressure that you got to get on that. It's been too long. You got to maintain the momentum, keep growing. And I'm just going to let that voice yell at me, not react to it, and just stay in that place of receptivity, of self-observation, self-awareness, and see, you know, how could this work? Let's go all in for one month. One month is not that long. See what happens. See what I can learn from this, and then make a decision if this is going to be something that will work for me or not I can always go back to the way from before wasn't necessarily working but to be honest I know I wasn't necessarily working it to its full capacity either and I think that is part of what I'm learning too is like what would it look like to do it fully like either approach like whatever you decide to do are you doing it fully and I know when I look at certain things in my life, sometimes I'm not not doing them fully. It might be 90% or 85%, sometimes 70%, sometimes 90%. And I know for me also, it's not sticking with that thing until I have fully, and that's not true. I shouldn't say never, but I can see areas in my life where I haven't actually done it to the point where I'm doing it fully a hundred percent Long enough for it to truly, truly become a staple in my life. And when I think about areas I have done that, it is with my daily routines, and that is something that I really, truly have embraced one hundred percent and done it long enough that it is such a permanent fixture in my life. My morning routines, my evening routines, my eating routines that that's just something I don't even ever have to think about. And I know I have these healthy habits in place that are just so dialed in and so automated that I don't, they t- they take up none of my mind space, no mental drama around that. Those things just happen and I, and they're just non-negotiable. So I'm curious what this brought up for you today. If you see yourself in any of these situations, I'd love to know. I'd love to hear how this is resonating with you. And if you are liking the podcast, I would appreciate a a rating, a review, a share to help more people find this. And I will talk to you tomorrow.